Yes, Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. I don't want to grow up. Jurassic Park. Now playing the Jurassic Park. Echo goggles with Echo Bopper. Neutron blaster and water separately. Sold separately. From the corner penthouse of Spoof Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes Have Some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 135 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg, and we are here celebrating three years of Yes, Have Some. Or as Jake said last night, has it only been three years? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it has been three years, and it's a celebration. And I wanted to introduce everybody for the first time to my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? Happy three years. And Jacob Walsh. Yep. Yep. Jake's here. Mm-hmm. Again. Uh, Jake, did you really think it had been... To me, in some ways, it, it feels longer, and in other ways, it feels like we just started yesterday. Yeah. Uh, same. It, it it definitely feels like I've, I've known you guys much longer. I feel like we didn't know each other... I'm. My, I have a bad memory, and I'm just like I don't remember how Did long we, hang we were out before friends we had a before podcast? we actually started recording. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can. Get, I think tonight. Uh, we I went should, back and scrolled through my Instagram, like to it reminisce. Feels, it feels longer. Than yeah. Years. So, um, we started. Abigail and myself went to our first Georgia Ghostbusters events in like early 2014. I think maybe the first time we all hung out was when we went and saw um, the the Lost World. That's not what the movie's called. Jurassic the first Jurassic in nineteen ninety seven. Yes, have some started. Um, <laughs> no, Abby had a theory that the podcast actually was willed into existence by the universe the day that the Twister ride replaced the Ghostbusters show at Universal Studios. <laughs> that was the first stress to ever happen. That's, I mean, if we're the really getting into it, birth, that's yeah. probably true. Like, that's like some some high-level analysis of the YHS universe. But uh, It's the real timeline. That's the real timeline. Um, no, I think we all went and saw Jurassic World, and that was what? That's like the summer of, tw- or like May of 2014. Mm-hmm. And then I think... We did some hanging out at Dragon Con that year. Mm-hmm. Things started getting a little bit more serious the next year when Jake stayed in the room with us. <laughs> and I think Jurassic World, Jurassic World was 2015. Oh, it was? I okay. mean, I just, yeah, G- June 12, okay. 2015. Oh, shit. So we had been hanging out for about six months and then we started the podcast. Casually. We barely knew you. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, so that's what it was. It, we in, in but like those first hangouts, not to get like all sentimental, but like we very quickly realized that we were all on the same page with what we like to do. So yeah, I think that it was kind of obvious that a podcast would work. Um, I am going I didn't to disagree. Get either I did not think a podcast would work, considering that out of the three of us. No, we combine listen to maybe like two podcasts and right. still do. We still do. Um, that's why <laughs> yeah, people are like, your guys, your, your shows, when people are like, your show's a little bit different than other shows. I'm like, yeah, cause we don't know what they fucking sound like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if this is a podcast. We're like, are you talking about the sound quality or just like, what are you talking about? Sound yeah. quantity. Uh, my dad, the other day, uh, he asked me, I was telling him about some, uh, some cool stuff we've got going on. Just, Cut shooting the shit. That's what I do with my dad. Um, and he goes, hey, Craig, so your podcast, is that on Netflix? 
oh hey, you should have told him yes. And then, you know, tried to see like how long it takes, like how long will your dad search on Netflix before he realizes maybe it's not on Netflix? Um, like, what is he going to find that he thinks is our podcast? Yeah, he's like, Craig, your podcast is great. The, the third episode, um, the one where Leslie Nope, like, what? What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> my dad does not have Netflix. My dad does not use Netflix. He does have it. So at least your dad has that online. Um, Abby, have your parents ever listened to the podcast? I don't think so. I think they've probably watched our YouTube videos we filmed some stuff at their house before, but no, they don't. My brother does listen, I think, occasionally. He's a patron, so thanks, bro. Sup. Sup, sup. Sup, Micah. Um, yeah, my my dad calls it the pod thing. My <laughs> mom, I think my mom called into one of our live shows once. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, great. Get her on the line. <laughs> embarrassing, right? <laughs> She's like, hi, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh... <laughs> Jake, has your mom ever listened to the show? Uh, I, I'm not even sure my mom knows that I have a podcast. <laughs> Nor do I, I think that. my mom knows what a podcast is at all. Your well, mom's like, why isn't Jake here to do his laundry anymore? Uh, it's <laughs> it's weird because like, I remember you talking about that on our early shows. About yeah, going to do laundry. We've all grown up a yeah, lot. Yeah, we, we're all we've evolved. Like, like we, if if you look at uh, pictures of us in in early 2016 when we started this thing, that was three disheveled human beings. And look at us now. I didn't even tuck my shirt in. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. Um, Jake, your hair was long. My beard was short. Everything's changed. But we started Things the podcast. Change. Things mm-hmm. change. We started in um, early 2016 mainly because we knew there was a Ghostbusters movie coming out. And we really wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it felt like we, we kind of had a little bit of an avenue. So, so we started it. And, and uh, it's been really fun. Like, I'm, I also don't want to be sentimental, but the last three years have been really fucking fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why I'm sad to announce that tonight's our last episode. See the last ya. show. Bye. Bye. Peace out, motherfuckers. Fun. Take that Patreon money. Put, go to the <laughs> go to Dairy Queen, buying ten blizzards, peace it out. Uh-huh. Uh, no, that is not happening. We, I, in 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 some respects, I feel like we're just getting started. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Cool. Couldn't agree All anymore. Right, cool. Uh, Abby. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. I've been a little under the weather the past couple of days, but I think I'm coming around. Um, it hasn't been bad, honestly. Being sick, you can like listen to books on tape and kind of relax, watch movies. Only when you're sick. Only when you're sick. No, it's just nicer because like the way I've been feeling has just been like very much like I want to lay in a dark room, so it's kind of nice and calming. It's, and are, it's been nice. are you listening to a book on tape? Yeah, I've been listening to The Stand. I'm like nine chapters in, so it's good because everybody's getting very sick in that book. Um, <laughs> and and it's, it's like a little bit stressful. I'm like, oh, it's like I can relate really hard to it. It's like everyone has a low fever um, and it's like congestion, which is pretty much what I had the last couple of days. Deep. Hey, do you know anything else about the stand? Like yet? Like, I just like about the plot. Not yet. No. Why? Oh, all right. What? What do you mean? <laughs> Wait, Jake, have you read oh, the stand? Because like they all die, and like hey, the whole um, human race is wiped out, hey, and there's only hey, a few people hey, left. Whoa! Whoa! Spoilers. <laughs> hey, <Jake>. maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of know. I kind of yeah, I do. I hey, do. When okay. does uh, Lieutenant Dan show up? That's. I thought it'd be like some light, positive, encouraging, inspirational stuff to listen to. I uh, so they just announced a ten-part series for the stand is going to be on mm-hmm. CBS All Access, mm-hmm. which is the channel that has like Star Trek Discovery and is also going to have uh, Twilight Zone, and it's like the streaming version of CBS. And I was laughing. I was on Twitter uh, during the Super Bowl, and they put up that premiere for the uh, Twilight Zone trailer, and somebody was like, "CBS, what are you fucking doing? Y'all have a channel." Why is it streaming? I'm watching <laughs> CBS right now. Um, but I don't know. We might have to, like, got to get on that CBS All Access. They got some good shows. Uh, not Twilight Zone's going to be on CBS All Access? Yeah. Uh, All Access? Yeah. Oh, okay. All Access. All, I know. I said it like it was A-X-I-S. <laughs> well, I'm not familiar with it, obviously. Um, okay. Well, I'll, I'll watch it however I have to. That's Even if we have to steal it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of stealing... Um, Jake, I talked to you a couple times today. I feel like Jake's going through a wide range of emotions. 
we're going to be talking about the new Pet Cemetery trailer here in a little bit. Um, we recorded the podcast a day later this week in anticipation for the Child's Play trailer, which yeah. we were all under the impression was going to be premiering on the internet tonight because it's debuting in theaters tonight. As of recording, the trailer has not been released. But Jake, uh, earlier you were telling me about a little bit of a rabbit hole you were going down. Yeah, well, just like you said, I've been kind of looking all day, um, just like keeping my eye out for it. And it also, it it leaked yesterday for for a very short period of time. I, I didn't see it, um, didn't even... I didn't even really realize that um, it had happened until today. But since the movie that it's showing in front of is now showing, um, I figured there would probably be some, you know, some people filming it. There would maybe be some bootlegs out there or whatever. I don't know. So I was on YouTube and I was looking and I came across a video that was not the leaked trailer, but it was like a description of the leaked trailer and uh, I clicked on it and started watching it. And I'm like five seconds in, like not, maybe not even five seconds in before, um, you know, I realized like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't watch that. This is not how you want to hear how the oh. trailer is. Stop it. Yeah. So I, I clicked off it and I don't, I don't even want to watch the leaked trailer. I want to just watch the trailer. Um, yeah. and yeah, Yes, they did say trailer Friday, but they have also been like it's in front of this movie that's coming out Thursday. So I figured usually they just go ahead and release it. Yeah, um, it's uh, mm-hmm. nowhere to be found. You that's are depending a- on like the shadiness of other people to film it. And I understand. <laughs> I'm mad that they didn't post it because I want to watch it, too. Um, I feel like Jake exercised an unbelievable amount of willpower not reading that trailer description because I felt like I've been in that situation before and I've just went ahead and read it. Yeah. And then tried to put it out of my mind. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't do that. I I have this thing about trailers where I I try to – I can't like – if I'm watching it for the first time, I need to have it – as loud as I can, possibly with headphones. I need to have the lights off. I cannot watch it on a phone. It needs to be like on a bigger screen. I just, I don't want to, I don't want my first, you know, re, you know, my first like interaction with this movie to be through somebody telling me a, a description on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Here's- I respect that. And I think that you respect trailers because I like to have a ritual behind like I do. the viewing uh, most of, of it. Them anyway. Yeah, yeah, especially if it's something trailers. I care about. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that T-shirt idea, Jake respects trailers. Jake respects <laughs> trailers. I feel like, hold on, I got a different take for you. I okay. feel like... you are. I know for a fact you did the opposite of us, Craig, because when something's out, you're on it trying to push it I have on watched me. trailers on my phone while driving on the interstate, and I'm like, this looks good. <laughs> this is... You're this tweeting good. about it? I'm going to watch the you're second half Jake. when I get to work. No, no, no. I feel like God, you got to be able don't to... Don't text and drive, guys. You got to be able to watch it in the shittiest version like you can, because listen, the bigger the screen and the louder it is, that's very distracting. I remember one time we flew to California to watch a trailer for this movie. (laughs) I knew this was going somewhere. And it was on a giant screen with like the greatest sound system of all time. And I was like, and I walked out and I was saying things like, guys, that was good. That was pretty damn fantastic. And then later on, I was just watching on like a regular size screen and I was like, huh, maybe maybe the the setting I was in was keeping definitely know. the screen's fault. Got it's it. The screen's it's the screen. Fault. Yeah, not the, the fact that the you screen. were flown to California or anything. And the director was sitting behind us. None none of that. <laughs> Or like the buffet. You were being filmed, fed lunch, and you know, just talk to Ivan Reitman and none of that stuff. Wait, what? Um, What's a nice hotel? What are you guys talking about? I'm talking about when I went and saw the um, fucking uh, pet. What pets movie? What's that movie? What's the the City of Pets? Oh, yeah, like Secret Life of Pets. Yeah, Secret Life of Pets. Secret City of Pets. (laughs) Wait, I like that one better. That pets movie. It's like Dinotopia, but with pets. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I was listening to your Dinotopia discussion yesterday, Jake. So, 
bonus episode y'all should dive in oh cool yeah hey speaking of bonus episodes if you're not a patron yet and you want to get in on these bonus episodes and basically fit in with the cool crowd let's face it if you're, if you're not getting in on it you're missing out we'll it's put, like all the cool conversations that yeah that all the cool people have you can be privy to them so. i'll put it this way the <laughs> yes have some patreon feed is basically the equivalent of the back of the school bus like yeah. you can look at it <laughs> you can look at it from a distance and wonder cool what's kids. going on abby was on the back of the bus i was on the way to the youth group trips i was not I, I made it to the back. Okay, I went to the back of the school bus, but it wasn't until I was probably too old to be on the bus anyway. Like, everybody else my age was driving. So I was like, yeah, I got the back of the bus. I'm, I'm also- a junior in high school. All right. <laughs> yeah. I rode the bus as I'm a junior I'm 18 years school. old. It sucked. Um, no. Yeah. Patreon, it's great. If you want to become a YHS patron for $5 a month, you get access to all of our bonus episodes. It's two to three bonus episodes per month. We've been doing it since last July. And the second you sign up, you immediately get access to all of the available bonus episodes. So it's an incredible deal. Our patrons are absolutely loving it. And I wanted to give a shout out to our most recent patrons because part of the deal is if you sign up, you pay the five bucks a month, you're going to get that personal shout out on the podcast. So thank you very much to our latest patrons. Alex Gregory, Justin West, Shano, it's just Shane-O, which is a very cool name. Oh, I mm-hmm. like that. And uh, Brandon Shelton. So they are the latest four folks to join us on our bonus episodes, and we really appreciate it. All kidding aside, um, it's a very awesome thing to be able to contribute to us because it helps us pay for the hosting, pay for the equipment, pay for the website it's got hey listen when we started this thing i was like guys we should start a podcast and then i was like guys this is gonna cost us 75 dollars just to get one episode (laughs) are we committed (laughs) that's when the big bucks started rolling Mm -hmm. in um no so we really appreciate everybody's support it's an unbelievable and generous uh thing generous uh sh uh no it's very generous of you to uh make a financial somebody is is somebody adding every one of your um, new words to uh, <clears throat> the Urban Dictionary along with Barge? See, that's these aren't even words. These are we we're gonna put a catchphrases. We're gonna put a book out called Craig's Mistakes. <laughs> somebody, Craig. somebody commented, like left a comment on <laughs> something in group therapy, and it said like. It is exciting. Like, I am excited. You know, they, they said exciting. something. Yeah, yeah. I'm exciting yeah. or something. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. Yeah. It's really cool how I, I fucked up one time. <laughs> I did I'm, it once. Was it one time, though? That 99 times out no, of 100. Twice. I'm perfect, pretty Craig. <laughs> perfect, pretty Craig. Sometimes. And then one time, I accidentally, because I'm nasally, because of my heritage, I can only breathe out of one nostril. I didn't ask for this life. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. I came out of the womb with a yarmulke. Wasn't even wearing it. Was blowing my nose. Because I was so stuffed up. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, thanks for being patrons. That's fun. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, we've gotten really good at segues over the last couple of years. So good. Yeah. Um, Seamless. So... Before we move on, before we get to Pet Cemetery, and before we talk about anything that we did or did not buy this week, and oh, I've got a story for you. Um, any highlights over the last couple years, things that stand out as, uh, like if we were putting out a Greatest Hits album, we all know every Greatest Hits album from every band, you get two new tracks, okay? So don't worry mm-hmm. about that right now, but... <laughs> we're doing we'll come, that right now. This we'll is come a, up make with up, Okay. I want to hear your favorite YHS memory and then also make up a new one that didn't happen. That's what, <laughs> um, remember, no, I see. I, the time we interviewed Peter McNichol was amazing. <laughs> yeah, he was great. It was so nice. Um, and uh, no, Abby, what uh, does anything over the last couple of years really stand out as, as a favorite moment for you? Let's say somebody's a new listener and they were going back in the archives. What uh, maybe it didn't actually happen on the show but i'm sure we talked about it yeah if it made the greatest hits yeah i was actually thinking about this today and like one of the main things that is different about me as a result of yes have some podcast is i've watched a lot more horror um just as a genre and have taken in 
a lot more um, than I'd ever seen before when it comes to like slasher films and um, Freddy and Jason, um, Chucky, just the whole gang. Um, those episodes where we were, where I was consuming like every single um, movie in the franchise for these films, and then we were like digesting and comparing them. Those are some of my favorite episodes, like the Halloween time stuff that we did, and our love for that, and my love for that, has grown out with all of the trips we've taken to Orlando um, and Halloween Horror Nights, and getting to experience some of that stuff. Um, I mean, beyond that, obviously, reading Stephen King books—that's something that Jake introduced to me um and the podcast has kind of grown that and yeah when i think about walking around the shining house um at halloween horror nights and like all the stuff oh, that we've done i thought you were t- <laughs> i just, thought you were talking all- about the stanley hotel and you just referred and to it as the shining we house went to the stanley hotel too that's on my list as well like the things that we've made reality like as a result of the stuff that we love it's it's very cool to see pictures and scroll back through our instagram and and see the things we've done and i'm very grateful for our, you know, podcast, our friendship, and the fact that this is, like, a format for us to talk about it after we do these fun things. So, very grateful for Yes, Have Some. Wow. We've, we've moved from stress to grateful. Yeah, guys. Jake, what's it. your grateful tonight? <laughs> <laughs> um, is it my new- grateful? Jake, I, I guess think- I can't talk about Pet cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite thing that we've done is, is, is the, the road trip. The going to the Stanley Hotel. Mm. Um, that that was just like that seems like one of those things, you know, it's so far away from you. And it just like that seems like one of those things you talk about forever, but you never really get to do. And, and we did it and it was fun. And uh, we were packed in a, a vehicle together. You know, it was just like that was that whole trip was very fun. Um, it was completely stress free the whole time. Totally. So stress free, like immediately. Abby was super um, chill. <laughs> Never had any freakouts. <laughs> uh, be, besides that, we have we have gotten to meet so many people, uh, and not just like it's been great to get to talk and interview all these like famous people and people that you know have have like kind of been a part of our lives our entire life. Mm-hmm. that's cool. And then beyond that, like, just like, you know, we, we, we all went to dinner with, with, uh, you know, some listeners with Rob and, and like, that's cool. Like, it's cool to know that people are listening to the show because it's still, even though we've been doing this for three years and even though I can see like on Instagram, people are liking pictures and shit like that. It's still weird to feel that people are listening to what we say every week. Jake will be the last one. When we were at days <laughs> of the dead, um, God, how do you say? How do I say this without sounding like a stuck-up humble brag asshole? I'm just gonna say it. There were multiple people who came up to us who who either knew who we were or listened to the podcast or whatever, and yeah. we all three of us have different reactions every time. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, "Hey, how are you?" And in my head, I'm like, "Yeah, you listen. Of course you do." <laughs> Jake and I are super Hold skeptical. Up. Abby's always like, "Oh my god, that's so cool!" And, and Jake's always like, "Who was that? Who is that? How, how do they know I, me?" I always think somebody's fucking with us. I can't ever when I when when somebody who said that you? I don't know says they they're like they know who we are they listen to the show i'm just like shut the get the fuck out like who are you like i'm always very confused but i love it i love it it's fun i like knowing people listen to the show and i like i like i don't know man i just like i have we've gotten to meet a lot of people like famous people and not and and that to me is very cool yeah yeah, exactly. definitely. Um, I was looking at our picture with Andy Potts um, specifically on Instagram, and that was one of my favorite moments because it was like very quiet, and we were just walking through regular hotels and like caught her. It wasn't at like a Ghostbusters. We caught her. Event. Yeah, no, we, we threw did. out the trap. We showed her Jake's tattoos. Um, that was just a cool moment. I think meeting Andy Potts was definitely mm-hmm. one of my favorite um, just moments that we've had as friends or as a podcast because, like Abby just said, it was kind of unexpected. It was the day after the answer the call premiere. It was right before we all went to Dave and Buster's. So it was like just perfect. It was just a perfect day. Yeah. It's like you're about to go have some fun and then something really fun happens before the fun even starts. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is a good day. I'm having fun. Yeah. Um, and she was really sweet. And she was like, it was a very like, 
it was a great interaction. Uh, and hopefully she'll be at FanFest and we could uh, pick up where we <laughs> where we left off three years ago. After... <laughs> Here's hoping. I'm just going to walk sure up there. I'm sure she remembers us. I'm just going to walk up to Andy Potts and go, okay, so anyways... Sorry. I had to go to Atlanta for three years. Back to you giving us Bill Murray's number. (laughs) Um, I wonder, because she took a picture of Jake's Bill Murray tattoo and said she was going to text Bill. Yeah, I've always wondered if if that happened. I've always wondered why I didn't, like, try to look her over her shoulder and get the phone number. I guess that would (laughs) have been weird. Abby, one thing... I've always wondered why you didn't try to steal somebody's personal property. <laughs> like, just steal their phone. Yeah, why did I do that? Um, but yeah, meeting Andy Potts was awesome. Um, we've had some really cool interviews. We've met cool people. Uh, Trevor Morgan has become one of my favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, who uh, He was in Jurassic Park 3 and The Patriot. And, yeah. Um, I was talking to him tonight about about Pet Cemetery. Oh, shit. Ooh. Yeah. Have to get, we should have got him on for his opinion. Um, yeah. I bet and he's then, on your side. You, you uh, guys have a similar opinion. We've had uh, Kurt Fuller on from Ghostbusters 2. And, um, we, you know, we had Lyndon Porco on from the new Leprechaun movie a couple weeks ago. We've we've yeah. we've had the chance to really talk to some cool people. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll keep it up. Um, listen, we know you guys don't listen for the interviews. They come for us, okay? <laughs> yeah, the interview's a little bit of a bonus. And uh, if all goes according to plan, there's one guy I've uh, wanted to interview this whole time. And uh, maybe we'll get him on the podcast this year. I don't know. Guys, who do you think I'm talking about? Um, I thought he was on. Dane <laughs> Cook. I, I, my, my, I've had, I've been outlining my, uh, some goals. We've, we've, a lot of people don't realize this. Not only do we talk on the phone, besides podcasting, we have meetings. We literally have meetings. We yeah. do. Monday meetings. Real meetings, yeah. I take notes and then I Abby email them. takes notes. Uh, Jake one time I took a picture of my handwritten notes and I just texted them to the guys. Jake, we usually have a snack. Jake, usually has something to drink. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. Great. Um, oh, we meeting hard. We meet hard. And uh, we've been outlining some goals. And uh, But one of my goals, and this is not a private goal, I'm putting it out into the universe. I want to have Dan Aykroyd on the show. This sure. year. Yeah. This year. I want to make it happen. If there's ever a time to have a Basically, Ghostbusters themed podcast. Have Dan Aykroyd on. It's the year that we're getting goddamn Ghostbusters three. Oh my god, I almost started crying. <laughs> okay, the, it's, the movie's happening next year, but like, we haven't even talked about that yet. Here's one of my favorite moments of the last three years. That time a secret Ghostbusters trailer dropped a couple weeks ago. I yeah. still haven't processed that. Yeah. Um, but I'm very excited. We got we got some fun stuff coming up, and if you thought the build up to answer the call was stressful. Just wait, <laughs> dude. I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm more prepared this time going into things. And we went through it once, and I think I've got tempered expectations. And I just, I'm glad that we have the community that we have, and that we have group therapy, etc., for us to like have a safe spot to discuss everything because it's going to get crazy, and there's going to be a lot of opinions, and there already are. Oh my god! Are we I want to say about something. The Pet Cemetery trailer yet? I want to say something real quick. Uh huh. I want to give a shout out to Yes Have Some Group Therapy, which has kind of become a little entity of its own. Obviously, we're all in there. We interact. But I'm in a lot of Facebook groups. Consistently, our Facebook group, Yes Have Some Group Therapy, has the most intelligent, well thought out. It is a delight to go in there. It's Mm -hmm. not fucking just stupid memes and dumb opinions. You guys are really bringing quality discussion to Mm -hmm. the table. And I appreciate it. Same. And if, if you're yeah. not a member of Yes Have Some Group Therapy, Abigail is going to tell you how to get there, and then we're going to talk about some toys. Yeah, super easy. Uh, log into Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. You'll see our Facebook page. Scroll on down, and you'll see Group Therapy pop up. There are, like, well over 400 members at this point, so give that a click. Uh, once you get to the Group Therapy page, you can request to join, and either myself or Craig or Jay Walsh will approve you. And then you can, you know, stress about whatever it is that you're trying to buy or want to buy and the movie that you want to see and or you don't like the trailer for. And, yeah, we're talking about it already. So yeah. Shit talking's allowed. You just have to do it in a you got to bring quality shit talking. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever decline anybody for a, a group therapy? I haven't. Um, no, I've I don't think I've ever declined anybody, but I've banned a couple people. 
Oh yeah. What'd yeah. you ban them for? Uh, posting posting uh, links to their franchise patches for sale and shit like that. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, there's a couple. I was gonna say there's some weird fucking people out there, and sometimes they sneak into the group. But you gotta go get out the ban hammer, ban them. But you probably won't get banned. Got a ban. Uh, no, everybody. We don't even have one of those like challenge questions. Everybody gets in, and then uh, we have some fun. It's great. Um, right. So listen, let's get to this pet cemetery trailer. I did have a quick story, real quick. Jake, did you buy anything this week? Um, I I bought a new phone case. Okay, All that's right. something. <laughs> I bet no, knowing you probably has nothing job. fun. Probably jaws jaws on it or something. <laughs> yeah, the, no, no. Okay, yeah, probably has Chewbacca. I know that's not on. I know. It's a solo. <laughs> I knew it was solo. Oh, Abby, you were checking out those uh, phone cases the other day. Which ones? At Walmart, they were on deep discount. Oh, they had a whole collection of solo phone cases. Man, I should have got one. Oh, what a bummer. Uh, maybe next time solo comes out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I haven't bought anything besides cold medication, so sorry. Well, that's exciting. Put yeah. that in a detoff. Yeah. I uh, So this week was the release of the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the 1990 movie figures. Uh, they were originally released at San Diego Comic-Con. They are being re-released as GameStop exclusives. I pre-ordered them about five months ago. I've been counting down the days. I called GameStop on Saturday. I said, hey, I pre-ordered these figures. Here's my receipt. Here's my number, all that stuff. They said, yes, sir, we have them right here, but we can't sell them to you until Wednesday. That's the street date. I said, okay, fair enough. I've waited five months. What's another couple of days? Call Wednesday morning. They don't have my figures. They don't know what? where they they don't know where they are. Mm-mm. They don't know what happened. They told me multiple different things. One guy said they didn't get them in. One guy said they're coming next week. I guarantee they sold them to somebody else. And apparently there's rumors going around of GameStop employees just buying them themselves and flipping them on eBay. But I don't think the people at my GameStop would have done that. Um, We have to go undercover and get a job at GameStop. (laughs) Stop the corruption. Okay. This is Abby. Outline this plan. Yeah. Go for it. Okay, I'm going to apply to a GameStop, and I'll probably get the job because I do really well on interviews, um, and I'm going to start working there, and on the side, I'm just going to gather information about this, um, this the selling of high-end merchandise that they get tipped on. So, yeah, yeah you got to do it like, kind of, like you, you, you got to let them trust you first, so you probably have to Dude, work there for about... I'm going to fall in love with one of them, like Point Break, and I'm going to like have some... <laughs> not sh- be sure which side to join. It's pretty cool. You're going to have to work there for about a year first. <laughs> Are you okay with that? I'm going to learn to surf or break my neck. And then you're going to casually go up to one of the guys and be like, so, uh, tell me about eBay, and just see what his reaction is. Yeah. No. <laughs> get your eBay handle. I was mad. I was really annoyed. Uh... It's no one's fault. They're getting more figures in. I'm not going to pay scalper prices. They said they ordered more. But, Jake, you're a collector. You could probably relate to this on some levels. Like, I was just super annoyed after waiting five months that they didn't Dude, have I could, shit. God, I could tell you were annoyed, too, because, like, I, I'm pretty sure we were having a pretty big conversation. We were, we were trying to have a yes, have some conversation through text messaging. And it was just me and Abby and every like other hour you were just like, fuck GameStop. You were like, I'm getting real fucking pissed off. You had nothing. And I was like, I was like, it's been hours. Is he still dealing with this? And then you, you called me at some point and you were like on your way. And then you, you never called me back. And I was like, he didn't get those figures. No. And like I pulled the classic the Fuck classic, GameStop. like, dumb consumer, like, well, I called them and they said they're not there. I better drive to GameStop and see what's going on. <laughs> oh, good luck. Yeah. Um, I would have been I would have been just as annoyed, especially like because it's already been so long. And those those were your figures. You paid for those. They should have been there like that. That's it's easily a. it's not. It would have been different if they just hadn't shown up yet. But they did show up, and something happened, and they 
Plus, what, what, Jake, you remember I called you? You're like, hey, man, what's going on? I went, I'm glad GameStop's going out of business. Yeah, that was the first thing you said. You were, you were upset. Yeah. Well, their whole fucking store is stupid. Their entire business model, they're like, why? Who's, who? No, I don't want to buy a protection plan on a $10 WWE figure. If it breaks, it breaks. I'm not paying $3.99 a month for the rest of my life just so, so I can replace this AJ Styles leg if it falls off. God. Anyway. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully <laughs> so, uh, no turtle figures. So no turtles. And that's the moral of the story. You don't have your figures. I don't have my figures. When do, – do we have like a good ETA or is it just like we'll call you? Um. Pizza Dude says it's got 30 seconds. <laughs> um, I sh- that's what I should have done. I should have walked in there and started quoting the movies and just not leave ever. Hey, you should show up in a Ninja Turtle costume. Oh, my God. And just like be annoying yeah. Yeah. until they give you your figures. Yes. Like, yeah, but like uh, – <laughs> Like do like a do bad undercover Donna, like, Raph. <laughs> that's what it, I'll be undercover Raph, but like they won't know, they won't see. I'll be like you're looking at games and yeah. shit. Like, like tell me you didn't buy this pre-owned Kirby's Dreamland. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my impressions are going downhill. I'm falling apart. Everybody, just let everybody know this might actually be my last episode. <laughs> I don't have my turtles, but Jake, to answer your question, the ETA is next week. So I'm not expecting to get them because that shit never goes my way. Yeah. Sad. Blood I'm still applying to GameStop. Sad story. Yeah. It's a sad ending. It's not over. I'm going to fucking. Did you pay for, have you put money down on these? I paid for, I you pay like half down payment or something. Some money, there was a transaction. You insured them. <laughs> I like it. All right. Enemies of the podcast. GameStop. GameStop. Yes. GameStop. <laughs> now that okay, we never really talked You're about specific. We redeemed Edward Furlong. He's off the list. Do we never? Where is Linda Blair hanging right now? Is she? Let's answer that, and then we'll move on to uh, the next uh, thing. Here is Linda Blair still an enemy of the podcast? She hasn't signed that statue yet. All right, you heard it here, folks. Still an enemy. Still an enemy. Linda Blair just got a job at GameStop. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to try to sell her a used copy of uh, Resident Evil 4. <laughs> and they're going to buy it for $2 and sell it for 40 because their whole fucking business is a goddamn scam. I am wow. so upset. <laughs> okay. You're saying some... Uh, this you're you're mad words, at yeah. I'm He's mad at mad. GameStop. And it really is just that specific one. Got it. Okay. So if you work at GameStop, you know, that's cool. It's fine. It's fine. Can you get us these figures, though? Yeah. If anybody has a line on these figures. <laughs> well, it sucks because they're $22 a piece mm-hmm. and uh, they're going on eBay for like 60 or 70 a piece. Well, that's wow. why the employees are flipping them. I ain't paying but that. Why? But why are they being flipped? Because aren't they going like I know the ones that just came out were for the presale, but aren't they going to just be available in the store? Like, isn't didn't NECA say like in in a, in the next few weeks like they're just going to be stocked? NECA did say that. Then people are fucking idiots if they're buying these on eBay for sixty and seventy dollars just to have it a couple days or a week early. That's stupid. Dumb. Yeah. Whole thing's stupid. All right, let's move on. I'm getting yeah, stressed. Moving on. All right, cool. So we don't have the Child's Play trailer, but. We did get the new Pet Cemetery trailer. It's the second trailer for the remake of Pet Cemetery, and it was directed by somebody. Tell me, Dennis Widmire and Kevin Cole. Okay, and they directed Starry Eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. never seen Starry Eyes. We covered this when we talked about the Pet Cemetery. We did, trailer. yeah. Yeah, we've touched on it. But uh, drop first thing this morning, and uh, Jake, I'm just going to throw to you, man. You're going to hit me first, huh? Yeah, I mean, we can um, plug our social media if you need, like, to gather your thoughts for thirty seconds. We've already done that. We can check um, Jake's social media where he already shared his opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I could not do it. Yeah, uh, dude. Hey, um, every bit of excitement I had for this movie was beaten out of me as if I were the one being hit by the fucking semi truck. 
Ooh. Um, Spoilers, Jake's a girl now because he got hit by a semi-truck in Pet Cemetery. I hate this trailer. Oh, I hate this. Uh, I, I was really... <laughs> I was very, very, very excited for this movie. Everything was looking so good to me, and I don't quite understand this change. And I do realize that I, I, I have been going back. I have been going back and forth all fucking day, like just getting so upset with this trailer. I guess um, we should say real quick that the trailer was kind of spoilery, but if you look at all the marketing for the movie – it doesn't seem like this reveal was something they had any plans of like keeping under wraps. But if you do want to avoid all spoilers, now would be a good time to turn off the podcast. Yeah. Okay. We'll go ahead and say it. Yeah. All right. Turn off. You only hear spoilers, but uh, I guess we should go ahead and be out with it. It's uh, basically on the fucking they switched poster. around who gets killed. Yeah. It's in the post. It's on the fucking poster. It's on the yeah. main poster. Um, in, in the book and in the original movie, uh, gauge the younger, of the siblings is the one killed by the truck and comes back and they, they changed it and they made Ellie who is the older um, daughter be the one. And, and, and like, I, I don't know why I don't understand. I don't get why they did that. Um, I did see the the director said that that change that was in the script when the directors came on board. It like, seems like I, that was a selling yeah, point. Almost. I saw that too. I saw that too. Um, but like you said earlier, Craig, it seems kind of like a pointless change. Like why? Like why? Just just for the fuck of it. In the book, Lewis has a like. In the book, Lewis he's closer with Gage. To me, it's like creepier if the younger child is like the one that goes out. And also, um, one of the Mm -hmm. articles that, that, uh, you guys sent was talking about how like, Oh, well, you know, the daughter is the one with all the, the death questions, you know, she's the one, but that if, if she's the one who's like super obsessed with like, she is super obsessed with her cat dying in the book. She's like super worried about the cat dying. Mm -hmm. If she's the one who's got all the questions about death and she's the one who's going through all the weird problems with it, isn't it more traumatic for her to have to go through the death of her fucking younger brother? Mm-hmm. This is like a cop out because she's just dead. She doesn't have to go through it at this point because that's not her when it comes back. She's go- she's out of the picture. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but. I, it can still the movie can it can still be a good movie. It can still be pretty close to the book. Other than that, um, I'm glad I'm glad they spoiled this change because I think is like annoyed as I have been. I've literally been annoyed all day. And Did you almost cry? And that's dumb. I didn't almost cry. I didn't almost cry. Uh, it's it's dumb to be annoyed over a trailer, and I know that. And but is but as annoyed as I've been all day, I feel like the fact that I already know this, I can kind of get over it and still go into this movie, um, hoping for it to be good. And 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 I can get used to this change. Like if if I was sitting in the movie theater. And this happened and I didn't know that they were going to do that. And it happened. I would have just checked out. I would have checked out and been like, I'm done. You know, I would have been I wouldn't have had the time to, like, get over it. And and it would have just ruined my movie going experience. Yeah. I know now that I should be expecting, you know, some different stuff happening. And I I didn't even mention it yet, but I, I feel like more importantly than uh than being annoyed at the change here is they show you a good bit of like undead Ellie in the trailer. And I hate that. She's like wearing that stupid mask and she's like either jumping up on everybody. Like, like it looks like it's all jump scary. And then she's like creeping around on all fours, like the fucking girl from the ring and i'm just Mm -hmm. like i hate the way i hate the way all that stuff looks Mm -hmm. it's not creepy it just looks like everything else yeah and it's also completely absent from the book as like a scare tactic that's 
It's not the things that uh, Gage does, and you've mentioned this before on the show, in the end of the book that are fucked up. It's what he's saying, because he's, like, speaking as a, like, it sounds like demonic, almost. He's saying really fucked up shit at the end of that book. Um, And, yeah, when it comes to my take on this stuff, it doesn't make sense to me either. I don't see, like, an obvious reason to switch it up like that. I think the bond between Gage and Lewis was, like, very, very strong. And I think some of the best stuff that happens in that book is once Ellie and the mother, like, go out of town. Um, And then it's, like, I don't want to spoil stuff, but, like, that's that the unholy, like... Immor- like the just the, the the utter wrongness of like going to a grave and like digging something up is just like that to me is like the fascination of the book that drove me to continue reading and that I that stuff was the stuff that was more terrifying also than I I I do not like these kids in masks like it doesn't it feels like it's from uh your average jump scare movie or the ring or whatever that that new horror thing is and it's not it's just not scary to me, and it upset me. I did like some of the stuff. We got to see Zelda as a character, like, I think from the back, from the behind. You got to see us, like, a little flash. That's kind of cool. Seeing, like, Lewis Creed at a funeral, like, scene, like, that kind of stuff seems kind of cool. One of the things that irked me was uh, Ellie, like, sees Church and is, like, um, looks like she's like, oh, there he is. So if she's... In the, uh, I don't know. I get, mm, I get it. There's just issues. I don't like, you know, the one thing I do like, I did read that they used a practical cat for all the church stuff and there was no CGI cat work. So that's cool. Um, And I'm going to hold out hope that maybe there will be some moments that this movie will capture some of the like interesting deep dive on death and like the the seasons and all the beautiful stuff from the book. But um, I don't know, man. I I really don't like those kids. You know, I don't, I don't either. Uh, in one one thing that the trailer uh, I think the trailer is a good trailer up until the point of the reveal that it's Ellie instead of Gage because they there are a lot of stuff they're showing there that's directly from the book and it they're they're doing the Wendigo storyline which isn't huge in the book but it is in there the yeah. fact that there's like something else in that wo- in the woods mm-hmm. that stuff I was like oh that's cool they're gonna throw that in there mm-hmm. but like when you show me the plot, like that plot, it's cool that they're putting in there, but ultimately that plot line doesn't super matter to the story. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we can put the stuff that super doesn't matter, but then we're going to change this other stuff. So that annoys me. Uh, you know what, Craig, let's see what you got to say first. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Um, yeah, my, so Jake, you texted the sporting and you said, I feel like I just was, repeatedly punched in the gut or something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pretend... I've never read Pet Cemetery, uh, but uh, people... I know... I can hear the listeners laughing after I say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my fa- my favorite review on iTunes. You didn't even read the book? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks for the review, though. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I've never read Pet Cemetery. I have seen the movie. I do, I enjoy the movie. I don't like, you know, it's, it's, a uh, it's one of the better Stephen King adaptations. And, uh, Fred Gwynn is incredible in it. Um, I was excited about the casting for this movie and I really liked the first trailer. I thought, I was like, okay, man, this feels like this is going to be like the second big Stephen King movie after it and we're just going to start getting really good Stephen King adaptations um, so as far as plot points and all that I can't really say much I will say that I thought this trailer was kind of boring uh, it was put together in a way there's a lot of exposition a lot of voiceover kind of explaining what's going on and I really don't understand that because I feel like the best trailers are the trailers that show and don't tell you don't need uh, Jed Crandall like explaining what's going on like maybe some lines of dialogue, but I just don't need like that kind of direction. I can figure it out. There's pets that are dying. They're in a pet cemetery. Am I right? Hey, listen, I don't know anything about pet cemetery. Uh, but no, I, I didn't think it was a great, I didn't think it was a great trailer. I really didn't. I thought it felt. You like threw your hands up in the air after you saw it. You're like, well, that, that was the trailer. That Yeah. It just felt kind that of That first ho-hum. one I remember feeling much more of like a tingle and getting excited about it and thinking it could be better. I felt like the trailer was built around the reveal and like, okay, if you're a giant Stephen King fan and a few or uh, a huge fan of Pet Cemetery, the reveal is going to be shocking, but not in a good way. 
Like I can't yeah. imagine any Stephen yeah. King fans were watching that uh, uh, trailer today. When that happened, they were like, oh, shit. Now I'm excited. I always like, wanted yeah. Ellie to die. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's less disturbing now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's Fuck definitely it. le- like it's more disturbing for it to be the younger. Yeah, it's no, just it, it just is. So, anyways, so yeah, I, so overall, I thought it was kind of a, a whatever trailer. I mean, the movie visually looks fine. It looks like, I mean, you kind of ha- it's twenty nineteen. Like most movies look pretty good. Like as far as like, like yeah. it's kind of sh- like even. Hey, that Blair Witch movie, whatever that. I yeah, remember that Blair Witch good. thing with the drones looked pretty good. The drone good. looked pretty good. I mean, we're filming shit on an iPhone. It looks pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just so I don't know. The whole trailer was kind of built around the reveal, and to me, I was like, okay, cool. Like, I, I get that it's the daughter now instead of the boy, but like that that's not enough to hook me in. Jake, it's interesting. Earlier when you said you're glad they revealed it because it would have been so taking aback to see it in the theaters. I guess that's probably yeah. why they did it. Because you would be so like, that's kind of a mind fuck. Like I was super, yeah. I mean, I was, it took me the whole day to get to a point where I was like, you know, it could still be a good movie, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Think about how it would be like just having that drop on you in the middle of the, like some people would have no clue. Like people who don't care or, or haven't seen the original or haven't read the book, they just, they, it would make no difference to them. But it's like, why, why can't we get like, Maybe the most annoying aspect of the entire thing is maybe the fact that from the first trailer and from all the photos and from the interviews we were getting, I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get like a perfect, fun, fateful adaptation of a Stephen King book, which is pretty rare these days. It doesn't happen like a movie doesn't have to be 100 percent faithful to be good. But when it is, it it feels good. You know what I mean? It feels good to to love the book and then see a faithful adaptation of 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 that. And I and I thought we were going to get that. And I've always liked I've always liked Pet Cemetery. I liked the movie a lot before I read the book. I, I after I read the book, I looked at the movie a little different, still liking it. But you always will look at it as like, oh, it could have been even better. So then when you hear they're going to make a new one. And you see the first trailer and you're like, this all seems dead on. This all seems perfect so far. And then like to make such a weird, random seeming change to it. I'm like, oh, cool. I I guess we're not getting that perfect, you know, fateful adaptation. Mm -hmm. It'll be another 20 years before we get another chance because now it's just done. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So like. It's just, I don't know, it's just frustrating. Um, another another part of the trailer that I think is weird is that they put that that last bit with Judd in there because, like, that's basically Judd's death scene. Like, he dies, you know, mm-hmm. very shortly. I, I don't, spoilers, whatever. He fucking dies. Hey, he might not this time. He <laughs> might not this time. No, 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 no. He does because in one of those articles, they talk about it. There's an article on Bloody Disgusting today. And it's like a set visit. And they're like, oh, we were there for Judd Crandall's death scene. You know what I mean? Like, hmm. uh, it, it's not a spoiler for anybody who has read the book or seen the movie. But, like, that that scene, like, that's it. Why are we putting this in the trailer? Yeah. Uh, did you see the interview with the directors mm-hmm. where they said one of the benefits of um, having it be the older child is that you can do a lot more with an actor who's whatever, eight or nine versus uh, a toddler? Yeah. Uh, Abby, what do you think about that? I mean, just get a better toddler actor then. Like, <laughs> sorry, there's get a better be- toddler. Either yeah. either get a better actor or just don't make the movie. Yeah. Hey, they did it with the fucking first one, and that shit was got to be a lower budget. Yeah, but you know what? They did do it with the first one, but that all that shit is not. They, I, I wouldn't say they succeeded. Dude, this is what I'm saying. You need practical cats. And CGI toddlers. Ooh, I want to make a movie called Practical Cats. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I I felt I felt bummed for you guys, especially Jake, because you seemed like Jake took 
Jake's you're, you're in a better mood right now than I was expecting. Um, yeah. Remember how we used to have the Prometheus uh, hotline for Jake? Yeah. Where you didn't know how to feel about Prometheus and you would just have to call and get shit off your chest. I feel like we need to put you on hotline patrol today because like I felt bad for you, man, because when you look forward to something and you put a lot of stock into it and you've already been teased with, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. They also like they fucking in the first trailer, there is a shot. I went back and rewatched the first trailer today. There's a shot in the first trailer where it's like a close up of the speeding truck and Lewis screaming gauge over it. Like they fucking they just do that shit to trick you like that's not fun. I don't like that. I don't like any of that. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Yeah. Happy three year anniversary. What a Happy bum three out. anniversary. Jake is bummed. Now, Jake, you already said this, but the movie I'm could too. it could be great. Like it could just it, be not a great trailer. Sure. That it, happens. It could, it could be. I mean, like they made that change. I can get over the change. I'm I'm ho- like my hope going forward is that um is that the stuff they show with Ellie like undead Ellie towards the end is is not going to is not really representative of how it's going to be because I don't like her crawling around wearing a mask and like jump scares mm-hmm. if coming if, out of a the, well if the movie no if the movie if the movie comes out and it is the end of you know it is like the book if if it is like the book then fine then i'll be fine with it you know what i mean like i wouldn't care for the change as much if what the rest of the the rest of the stuff they showed looked good yeah now jake this was one of your more anticipated movies of 2019 has it dropped a little bit has your anticipation dipped yeah i don't care now i mean i'm I'm gonna see it for sure but i'm not i i was pretty like this i was definitely waiting to see this movie but now i'm just like whatever i'll see it when it comes out yeah i'll catch it on you know blu-ray or something i don't know we'll see what happens uh abby what what about your anticipation yeah i mean coming from the uh the answer the call train and, and knowing like what it's like to get really invested in things and then have it not pan out. Um, I think that after seeing this trailer, I am definitely downgrading this to a movie that, like Jake, I'll go and see pro- probably on opening night if I can. Um, but it's not going to be you something that I so expect p- much hey, from. you're both full of shit. I love you both I like wait. brothers. I love practical cats. I love you both like you're my brother and sister, <laughs> which is a weird thing to say because Jake's not my sister. <laughs> but... You're both going to be there on opening night, eating your damn popcorn, playing with your practical cats and your CGI toddlers, having a good time. <laughs> Whether or not the movie's good, I have no idea. Yeah, we'll see. But I felt bad for you guys. Now, as far as Stephen King adaptations that I haven't read but I'm looking forward to the film versions of, <clears throat> later on this year, we do have Dr. Sleep, the follow-up to The Shining, mm-hmm. starring Ewan McGregor, directed by Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House, and of course, the adaptation of... Gerald's Game. <laughs> Geraldo's Game. Geraldo. <laughs> it's a talk show film. Craig's favorite. Um, and what I lo- we've talked about it a little bit. I, I, I don't have any reason to think that the movie will be anything but great, because he's done great stuff, and you want to talk about somebody who loves Stephen King, and also apparently loves Stanley Kubrick. Um, Kubrick or Kubrick? I never know. Anyways, that could be a di- that's a bonus episode topic. That's a whole motto. episode, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Pronunciations with yes, have some podcasts. God, don't let me. <laughs> There's we, a bonus. Hey, we all know Craig's not going to be the leading. Uh, <laughs> expert uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lighten up. Anyways, <laughs> I think uh, that movie's going to be great. It was funny. Some he posted uh, the, when they. The movie was originally going to come out in 2020, like January, and they bumped it back to November of this year, uh, which which usually it's going to be kind of like a Thanksgiving release. And that usually means that the studio has faith in it, that it will perform well, because um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit worried. It's like, why is this movie coming out like the dead zone of like January, February? Anyways, uh, somebody on uh, when he posted the thing on Instagram or on Twitter or whatever, somebody responded, hey, Mike Flanagan. Does this sequel follow the movie or the book? And he just replied with, yep. (laughs) (laughs) I like him. And then the person was like, but you didn't answer my question. Like, you fucking, of course you didn't answer your question. That shit's going to be good. I'm excited about that. Uh, 
what if they're going to flip everything like meet Danielle Torrance. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh, oh my god. You've met the Grady twins. Now meet the Grady boys. <laughs> Two like Gilmore girls. Why she runs the it's, it's just like the Hardy boys or, or it's like Wrestling. Dukes of Hazard or it's something but just like Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that back to that VW bug launches over a dirt uh, yeah. like a dirt ramp pauses in midair. <laughs> this yeah. is about the time that Danny Torrance thought to himself, I don't think this is a great vacation. I thought it was Danielle. <laughs> Danica. Hey, I've never watched Dukes of Hazard, but I feel like what I just described is kind of from Dukes of Hazard. So. Yeah. It's probably There's accurate, yeah. like a ramp, and then they wrap it up. They wrap the it end up. Of it. That's like all I know about it. Um. Well, cool. So I guess there's not a whole lot more to say because it wasn't a very long trailer and a lot of the footage was the stuff from the first uh, yeah, from the first mm-hmm. trailer. But we'll uh, we'll keep everybody updated. There wasn't a whole lot of Ghostbusters 3 news this week, so we got to talk about some Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Um, well, cool, guys. Listen, we're celebrating three years of Yes, Have Some. I'm very excited for what the future holds. I guess the only tidbit that came out about GB3 because we're going to be talking about it a lot, um, was there's been a couple like people, like production designers and stuff who've been posting pictures on Instagram of the Ecto-1. So like they're ramping up production right now. Uh, if they're in pre-production right now, I expect that this movie will be filming probably by June or July. So it's very exciting. Um, there was an interview with J.K. Simmons. Uh, we all know him as uh, Peter Parker's boss. What's 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 the character? John. Jake, have you seen Whiplash? John jo- Jonah Jameson. John Jonah John Jonah Jameson uh, from the Spider-Man movies, the Tobey Maguire movies, and obviously uh, Whiplash, uh, which is an incredible film. And he's done a lot of other stuff, including being Commissioner Gordon for a very brief period of time. <laughs> uh, but he's a frequent collaborator with um, Jason Reitman, and there was an interview with him, and they asked him. Uh, they were like, "Oh, I'm excited to see you in Ghostbusters," and he just laughed and said, "I'm the last person to give out spoilers. No comment." So this is a one question, all or nothing, first time ever on the spot fuck budget. Okay. How many fucks do you give about J.K. Simmons possibly being in the new Ghostbusters movie? Dude, I'd give this like probably five fucks if this was a regular fuck budget. <laughs> I like, just you could use all of them and you I still do. You're so fucks. stingy. I think he's a very like established, legitimate actor who like brings a gravity to the you know scene, and I would love to see him in Ghostbusters. He's been in stuff that I love, so yeah, I'd be stoked on that. Jake. Yeah, uh, I would also give it maybe even six or seven fucks. I like him a lot. He is he can be very funny. Um, Whiplash is one of the it's one of my favorite movies. Um, He was he was very good in the show Oz. If if anybody's seen that, he's that dude's a great actor. He can he can do whatever he wants. And and I I would be happy to have him in, in the in the next Ghostbusters. I was trying to think like. Listen, if he's in it, it could be a small part. It could be a big part. I don't know. Right. But I'm trying to think outside of the box. He definitely. He's the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) He's Slimer. He's the new Walter Peck. (laughs) (laughs) He's Lady Walter Peck. Listen. Lady Walter Peck is my new costume idea. (laughs) You thought he was dickless before. That's my new Instagram page. (laughs) Lady Walter. This lady has no dick. Uh. No, I was thinking like he I could definitely see him being like maybe the father of one of these kids that's in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Then I'm like, what if one like what if what if he's Egon's brother? Hmm. <laughs> I think he's going to be one of the dads. I want to see him get frustrated and flabbergasted with Dan Aykroyd. Uh, er, earlier when when I was talking to you on the phone, Craig, or when you were telling me about this, um, my first reaction was like, yeah, well, they can't get Bill Murray. He's just going to play Peter Venkman. <laughs> <laughs> I would take it. No, that would be sure. bad. Um, yeah, I could see him like scolding Dan Aykroyd, like, look, stay away from my kid is all I'm saying. Something like that. Yeah. Throws a symbol like, at his head. He's like, <laughs> I was about to say that. <laughs> Faster. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Oh, my God. I'm getting stressed. <laughs> Whiplash is seriously my favorite Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for tuning into Yes, Have Some Podcast, episode 135. We 
have had an unbelievable time over the last couple of years. You guys have put up with a lot. You've been here for the genesis of words like barge, and mm-hmm. I'm exciting. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and we've got a lot of fun stuff planned. We've got more words coming for you. More words are coming. You never know when something could be born into the YHS existence. Um, and eventually we'll put out a book. Yeah. Yeah. Like a coffee table book. That turns into a podcast. <laughs> that turns into another book that you stack on top of that book. Then you crack open a nice cold can of soda. And then you that next to it. And then you and then you look at the books and you you say, uh, oh, symmetrical book stacking. Nobody. Jesus Christ. Every now and then I turn into the most basic Ghostbusters fan. I'm like, guys, did you hear what I quoted the movie? Did you hear it? (laughs) I did that a second ago. I was like, I'm quitting. I quoted the movie (laughs) in a regular circumstance. Stance? A lot of context, but it works. Okay. Circumstance, the race dance story. (laughs) That could be something else, too. Abigail Garner, Jacob Walsh. My name's Craig Goldberg. You knew that. But for our new and old listeners, thank you very much. We will see you next time on Yes, Have Some. Mm-hmm. Good yeah. night. Good night. Bye, guys. Bye. Hello, my name is Lyndon Porco. Check out Yes, Have Some podcast. Just a little tidbit for you guys. Don't be stealing me gold, okay? I'm going to come after you. I'm going to see you. I'm going to find you. <laughs>